Do you want to be a part of a community of exponential collaborators? On this episode, we'll share the crucial mindsets you'll need to play this new entrepreneurial game. Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, we've talked in the past, and you actually have a whole book on it, about one of your really big goals, which is your plan for living to 156. And you have another really big goal, which is a very interesting one. And it doesn't actually have to do with you. It has to do with our clientele. So Mm -hmm. share what that goal is. Yeah, well, this particular year, I have three anniversaries. It's the 45th year of me being a coach, and it's the 75th year of me being human, and it's the 30th year of strategic coach. So I got to thinking now, I said, I'm going to set a new 25-year goal for myself where I am right now at 75, which will take me to 2044, which is my 100th birthday year. And I said, there's a couple things which I can kind of let go And that is, I don't really have to focus on me very much anymore because I'm kind of, from my perspective, I'm kind of beautifully positioned in a very simple way in the middle of a growing unique ability organization with fantastic entrepreneurs in our client base. So I don't have to spend much time on Dan too much except for things which give me physical energy, you know, like I'm much, much more involved each day with physical and health because the game is just about me maintaining high energy. And I have a goal that when I'm 100, I'm as energetic and beyond making use of all sorts of new capabilities that other people are creating. You know, I talk about this in my plan for living to 156, but I'm just talking to age 100. And then the other thing about it is that our organization really, really is kind of in a position now because it's all based on unique ability and unique ability teamwork that it will naturally grow and we have great management structures and you know we have lots of capabilities either inside of our organization or we're collaborating with other unique ability organizations in the marketplace. So that's kind of handled. And I said, you know, I'm just going to set a goal for our client base, what our client base is doing in 2044. So right now we're in about, I would say probably about 40% through a six month survey of just what our clients are doing in a number of different areas. But three of them we can really do some very interesting measurement with. And one of them is just revenues, which in Canada and the United States is revenues, but in the UK it's called turnover. So what is the number? And this is the amount of money that just comes in. It's basically your sales for the year and other income that's coming into your company. And then there's a term called EBITDA, which is basically your gross profit. You know, So how much of that is profit? before you take other considerations in. And then the third one is, what is your take home? What's your own personal income out of that? We start off in the 10 times program and we got some very, very almost surprising numbers of how high they were in Mm -hmm. revenues and you know the profits for the company and then the take home for the entrepreneur. And we're gonna get it to where we get 90% of all of our clients at all levels of the program. And we're gonna get a number. And I'll just give you an example. I'm just guessing that the average revenues of all companies in Strategic Coach are maybe around $6 million. 
um, Canadian dollars. We're putting it in Canadian dollars. And let's say we have 2,000 respondents. So it's 2,000 times 6 million, which is 12 billion. So the revenues for our client base, the GMP for the entire (laughs) strategic coach entrepreneurial network who are active in the program is 12 billion. And I said, well, my goal then for 2044 is that we take whatever is true now and we multiply by 1,000, which would put the GMP of the strategic coach, let's say at 12 trillion. This is trillion with a T, (laughs) uh, trillion with a T. And I was looking at GMPs of countries in the world and that would put us like, I think that would put us actually number two in the world right now. I think that China, you never know if their numbers are really correct, but the U.S. has about 20, 21 trillion. And the U.S. is, you know, just normal growth projections, 2% per year, which has been about average. The U.S. will be like at 40 trillion in 2044, 45 trillion. So I want the GMP of the Strategic Coach Entrepreneurial Network, who are unified by being in this community with common language, they would rank in the top 10 GMPs of nations in the world. So you'd have the United States and China, India, and then strategic coach, and then, (laughs) you know, whatever. And for some reason, I just fell in love with this goal because it's not about me, and it's not about strategic coach company. It's about who's playing in the strategic coach program network as entrepreneurs, and they have this unified culture and unified language. And, you know, I think we're right at the beginning of something because I think our greatest excitement and our greatest achievements are in the next 25 years. We've done 30 years to really know what we have, and we've kind of got it really simplified right now. And I said, let's just multiply through the growth of our clients. And I've told the clients this, and they get a real thrill out of it. They say, oh, what a neat idea, what a neat idea. You know, some of them said, well, what about coach goals? And I said, oh, I says, well, after they stand up from sitting down, we'll just check the sofas. There must be some loose change in there. And I said, in a field of, let's say, $12 trillion, I bet there's enough for us, but we don't have to worry about that. And it's a very simple goal because my focus isn't on me. My focus isn't really on our company. It's just who are we playing with for the next 25 years. And also how you're helping them grow. Yes. Which I think is a really cool focus, actually. So, yeah, it's going to be like who's in coach and what are they doing? And then how can we create new concepts and tools that really supports their thousand times progress? And what I also know is that when we put that message out there, that's who we attract. Oh, yeah. People who want thousand times progress. Well, you know, I've always said that the biggest obstacle to entrepreneurial progress and growth and satisfaction is personal loneliness. You feel like you're out there by yourself and there's a lot of forces in the world conspiring for you not to be successful and to keep you frustrated. And I said, you know, but you would have a community that you would like to belong to, but you're really choosy about who you want to be in the community with. And entrepreneurs find, you know, the community they came out of, let's say their childhood community, their educational community, their local geographic community, less and less do they have people who really applaud their ambitions, really applaud their growth, really Mm -hmm. applaud their success. And I said, there's gotta be a place where you're normal. If you don't have a place where your uniqueness can't be normal, then you're going to spend up too much of your normal 
trying to maintain your uniqueness. Mm. And so my feeling is there has to be a place where you can come and it's just about conversation and being inspired by and cooperating with other people who are like-minded, who love your success, they are inspired by your success. They like shortcuts that your success and progress provide that they don't have to actually start from scratch. They can just use you as an example and say, well, he's got a shortcut and I'm just gonna take the same sort of shortcut in my own growth. And so that's what I'm creating. I'm creating a global growth community in Strategic Coach. And we've talked about in previous podcasts, Shannon, that this isn't about competition, this is about collaboration, uh-huh. okay? And as a matter of fact, have so much collaboration that competition becomes meaningless. Which is a fabulous goal. Mm-hmm. You have a very fun, playful way of talking about competition. When entrepreneur wakes up, you know, or entrepreneurial heaven. <laughs> talk, mm-hmm. talk about that for a moment. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's a given. If you read any book on business, you see anything that's being taught in business college at the universities. If you go to trade meetings, if you go to industry meetings, everybody talks about competition. Everybody talks about competition. You know, it's almost like it's a force of gravity. Well, the first thing we know is that entrepreneurism is all about competition. But When you dig deeper into an actual entrepreneur and you say, where are the great breakthroughs in your life? It wasn't about competition at all. It was where they were collaborating with someone, both inside their organization and outside their organization. So I do this daydream, the entrepreneur daydream (laughs) exercise. And I said, I just want you to sit in your seat, you know, and I have 30 or 40 entrepreneurs, let's say in a workshop. And I say, I've got a whiteboard up here, electronic what's called a smart board, and I say, I'm just gonna have you say 10 years from now, if I was operating in my daydream, ideal entrepreneurial world, what would be some of the characteristics and measurements of that world? And I'll write them down, and there's about 15 things. But in the center, there's like a Venn diagram. It's where all the individual visions, they overlap with each other. In that is, there's no competition. My ideal future, and I said, so entrepreneurs can talk all they want about competition, but you know they want competition for everybody else, but for themselves, they want no competition. And I said, I'm gonna take this seriously and just create a world for entrepreneurs where there's no competition. Yeah, and that's entrepreneurial heaven. Yeah, and just- so I think it will go a thousand times to the degree that people who are attracted to that message join the Strategic Coach Network, and then they collaborate and don't compete with other people in the Strategic Coach Network. I think it will go a thousand times. I love that. Now, the other aspect of this that I always found very validating and accessible, actually, was that with unique ability, the focus on unique ability, by definition, there's no competition. No, no, you can't. I mean, unique, you can't compare. You know, Unique either means something or it doesn't. But the thing about unique is you can't compare it to anything else because it's unique. They said, well, he kind of competes with Michael Jordan. I said, no, he doesn't compete with Michael Jordan. He's trailing Michael Jordan as Michael Jordan dunks on him. He's not competing with Michael Jordan or any other great performer and any other great. They're unique. You can study all the films and you can try to train yourself in your 1% to what makes that person unique. So my feeling is greatness lies in uniqueness. It doesn't lie in competition. Mm. And the uniqueness of what unique individuals do, they don't compete. 
they collaborate with other people who have reached a similar level of uniqueness in their life. So unique is attracted to unique. Competition is attracted to competition. These worlds are completely separate. Mm. Uh, these are separate worlds. They have no relationship to each other. What a great way to think about yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, and Dan, what I also love, because one of my themes of my life is unique ability teamwork, is that there's both an external and an internal to a company way that that works. So internally within your own organization, you can also eliminate competition inside, mm -hmm. which is a huge source of drama and politics, everyone, just by helping everyone focus in on their unique abilities yeah. and how they can contribute. And then externally, that looks like companies collaborating. So it's very integrous. It's not one way inside No, it all starts with individuals. Yeah. So the whole world is organized by individuals who've decided to be unique and not in competition, not in self-comparison with other people. And then they can help other people focus on their unique ability. And the only way that they can do things is by collaborating because by the very definition of uniqueness, they can't compete. You can only compete if you're in comparison with someone else. And mm -hmm. do they do it kind of like I do, and there's scarce prizes here, and there's scarce payoffs. So I got to compete. I've got to do what they're doing, but I got to do it by working harder, working longer. Then it becomes very intensely political. So I'm going to have connections where I get monopoly protection against my competitor, but it's crappy stuff. You know, It's just a crappy way to live. Any way that Hollywood presents business, you know, is crappy stuff because business in Hollywood is nothing but crappy stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and I mean, they say in Hollywood, you're not anyone in Hollywood until everybody wants you dead. That doesn't sound like a collaborative attitude. That sounds like cutthroat competition. And anybody who's been in Hollywood tells me that it's just a most horrible environment because any improvement in your life means it was taken away from their life. Yeah, and competition and, and what you just described is a really a zero-sum game. Mm -hmm. So if I'm getting it, someone else is it's losing it. It's worse than zero. It's <laughs> negative. <laughs> it's negative. <laughs> it's a negative-sum game, you know. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like envy. They say envy is drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> not how you want to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Dan, if someone wants to really get started on their own thousand times growth, what's one thing that someone could start on right after listening today? Well, you don't start with a thousand times growth. You start with 10 times growth, you know. And I think 10 times growth is better than two times growth, you know. And basically, because right now, anyone who's listened to me, if you work a little harder and you make some improvements, you can probably get to two times growth. But you're more or less pulling the past with you. In other words, 80% of what you're doing at two times is what you're doing right now. At 10 times growth, probably you can't take more than 20% of what you're doing mm. to 10 times growth. So my feeling is that the people who can think about a thousand times growth have already mastered 10 times growth. And, you know, we're way past 100 times growth. So, you know, it's 10 times growth, it's 100 times growth, it's 1,000 times growth. So in Strategic times, Coach, 10. we're way beyond 100 times growth as our company. I says, well, let's just go to the next one, which is 1,000 times, 1,000 uh -huh. times growth. And when it was 10 times growth, it was me personally. When it was 100 times growth, it was about the company. At 1,000 times growth, it's strictly about the clients. 
Mm, that's a great We're handled. Decision. I'm handled individually. The company is handled. We don't have to spend much time. Now what we have to do is just be incredibly useful. We have to be 10 times and 100 times more useful to our clients in the next 25 years. And then it's just what you can do in the next 90 days. What are five ways that I... Dan Sullivan, what are five ways I can be more useful to my company? And then what are five ways that our company can be more useful and just for the next 90 days? Uh And then each quarter, you get 100 quarters in 25 years, there's a compounding effect. Well, that's something that every single person can do, have exactly that same mindset. And we live in a world where the general flow of, you know, certainly technology and creativity flows in support of the individuals who want to play the 10 times game, the 100 times game, 1,000 times game. Mm -hmm. The world is really kind of bored where you say, well, we're just gonna double. They're not really interested in that. It's just not exciting. Oh, we're doubling in the next 10 years. And I said, well, that's not very interesting. (laughs) You know, it's very interesting. I mean, by all means, if that's what you wanna do, but Mm -hmm. you're not gonna have much support from the outside world to do that. But if you wanna do 10 times, there's a lot of support. If you wanna do 100 times, there's more support. If you wanna do 1,000 times, there's massive amounts of support because people would like to be connected with you. That's right. And Dan, I really appreciate how you talked about being in a community of that level of growth or Community of collaboratives, community of exponential collaborators. Haven't said that before. I love it. Call our IP lawyer. <laughs> Fantastic. Dan, this is great. I I love hearing about this new goal. I'm looking forward to when we achieve it 25 years from now. And there'll be some really fun, powerful, and positive impacts of Strategic Coach being in that, you know, top 10 of GNP. Yeah, and the truth is that every day over the next 25 years, it's just going to be my normal for that day. I don't have to do anything abnormal. Mm -hmm. I just have to be better 90 days from now in some way, you know, not every way, but just certain ways I have to be better. So that's, you know, I'm going to live the next 25 years in 190 day improvement periods, you know, and everybody else in coach is going to do the same thing. And we're going to collaborate find new ways to collaborate with each other more and more as we go forward. And as they multiply, we're going to show them new ways to simplify. And then they're going to show us new ways to multiply our simplifier. Well, and that to me seems like such an accessible and doable way of approaching that rather than getting overwhelmed by a big goal. So thank you for that. Yeah, and I have to tell you, you know, people say, well, how does the universe expand? And I said, well, it depends, you know, I mean, people are, you know, either religious or not religious, or they believe in God or they don't believe in God. But, you know, right from the beginning, I kind of got a handle on how God does it. And I think what I'm describing, I think this is how God actually does it. 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times. I think that's probably what the Big Bang was. (laughs) So let's participate in that challenge. We have our own Big Bang here. Perfect. I love it. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you, Shannon.